It's time to mind your business with me, Jamila Lodge. Tune in to find out how to mind your business with BEDC, special guest entrepreneurs, industry experts, and more. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. So, Haley Smith, welcome to Mind Your Business. Um, I'm Jamila Lodge. I'm the host for the show. Um, I'm really happy to have you here to talk with us about what you do and uh, your journey into entrepreneurship. But before we get into the questions, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, so, yeah, my name is Haley Smith. A lot of people know me by Haley Nakai. They get it confused, but Nakai is actually my middle name. Okay. And my first love would have to be singing, like the arts and drama, acting and all that jazz. Okay. And stepped into marketing. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. how did you, if drama and all of that's your passion, how did you decide on marketing? Um, the pandemic. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I was going on auditions. Pandemic happened. That all stopped. And so everything took a turn and decided to go into marketing. Okay. Yeah. So the name of your business is Nakai Marketing, yes. your middle name. Now yes. I understand yes. why you <laughs> decided to do that. So was it always a plan for you to be an entrepreneur? Was that something that you always no. wanted to do? No, <laughs> that was never my plan. Really? <laughs> At all. Um, like I said, the pandemic happened and I was living in the UK at the time and I moved back to mm -hmm. Bermuda. And I wanted to find a job in marketing, but pandemic, nobody was hiring. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? Got to create the opportunity for myself. So I started my Instagram page, Nakai Marketing, and okay. I started sharing tips, um, different ideas that businesses could use. And I used that almost as a portfolio for myself. Yeah. And that way I was able to get jobs. People wanted to hire me to be their social media manager. And that's kind of how I got started. And I said, okay, I guess I'm running my own business now. <laughs> I guess we're doing this. Yep. So what what has that journey been like for you, though? So when you finished school, you right away started looking for a job in the arts. And maybe that yes. didn't happen. Um, so have you ever worked for anyone else besides yourself? Um, <laughs> yes, but not, in di not directly in, from marketing. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then my question is, what is it like? being your own boss compared to working for someone else? Um, I mean, stepping fresh out of university, it was a bit tricky. I had no plans to be an entrepreneur, yeah. so I didn't know what I was setting myself up for. But what I found helped me the most was connecting with other social media managers who were running their own businesses. Okay. So I would connect with a lot of them. It's like a little community on yeah. Instagram. And so if I had a question, I would reach out to somebody and ask them. Okay. And so it's almost like we were all entrepreneurs running our own social media agencies, but we're all collectively helping each other. Okay, that's really yeah. cool. And I think that's important because a lot of times, I think especially in Bermuda, when people are starting their own business, it's almost it can be very insular. Like yeah. they're like, you know, this is all me, this is what I'm doing. But having that network that extends outside of your immediate circle, I think yep. is important. Definitely. Yeah, and it gives you an opportunity to kind of see best practices, I guess, in other places. Yeah. Now your group that you were um, relying on or getting support from, were they local in Bermuda or were they from all, all over? over the place. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so UK, Canada, US, everywhere. Okay. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about what you're doing now. Okay, so I'm still doing the Kai marketing. Okay. I feel like a lot of, I haven't been posting on my page much, so I've been a bit quiet. People think that I don't exist anymore. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, but listen. I still have my Nakai marketing clients. Okay. Um, but right now I'm working for the premier and I'm his social media coordinator. Now, what is that like? <laughs> so <laughs> social media coordinating, doing up his pose, organizing photography, 
um, media planning, mm -hmm. communications. Okay. Stuff, yeah. I mean, I would imagine, I mean, he's probably the most important person in Bermuda yeah. and also the busiest. Yes. So like that you're here with me having this conversation. Yes. <laughs> like, it's like, how did you carve out that time? <laughs> so how do you manage that? Because like you said, you still have your Nakai marketing clients mm -hmm. and then you're supporting the premiere as well. What's it like managing the time? How do you do that? I'll be completely honest. I'm so used to being busy. Okay. That if I have to work until 11 p.m. at night, I will. Don't encourage that. Yeah. <laughs> but I've learned to outsource a lot of tasks now. Got you. So if I need some help with admin, I will outsource it. If I need help with creating Instagram stories or a flyer, mm -hmm. I will outsource it most of the time. And then I'll you know manage it. But with the outsourcing, I found, because I have a lot of connections with yeah. social media managers, I trust so many different people. I know yes. that they can get the quality of work that I need. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's great. That's a good point that you have, because I think sometimes you feel like, especially when you own your own business, yeah. that you have to do everything. Yeah. And you don't. Why? Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think the, the key word that I that I heard you say was trust. Right. Yes. So you trust. Exactly. Because yeah. you don't want to just give it to anybody because then you have something you're like, I got to do it anyway, because it doesn't meet my standards. Yep. Um, and so that step that you kind of did when you first started by joining these groups and reaching out and kind of forming those networks, mm -hmm. it's now paying off because now you have a group of people that you do trust. Yep. Um, I think that's a, a good point for people who are listening to to take heed of, right? Because you don't have to do it all, nor can you, because it's only 24 hours in a day. So. Yeah. And that trust in circle, a lot of people would say, oh, well, those social media managers, they're your competition. Yes. But they don't, it doesn't have to be. Competition can also be community. Mm -hmm. And even with, if you are a business owner and you're looking on social media, I think it's fine to look at your competition in a healthy way yeah. and get inspired by them. Yes. Reach out to them, have a conversation with them, because half the time you don't have the same target audience. That's right. Because you're good. You, and so talk to me a little bit about that, right? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like social media to some people, and maybe I'll just speak for myself, because <laughs> I'm an old lady now. Um, it's like, okay, well, I have a Facebook program profile, mm -hmm. yeah. and I have Instagram, so I've done it, so now I'm finished. Can you talk a little bit about what the management of that looks like? So, like, what do you do specifically that maybe I wouldn't do as a small business owner or, or couldn't do? So, I guess how, what I start with is, like, making sure that you have, like, a brand identity. And if you don't have one, I'll create, like, a brand identity kit. And that's outlining your colors, your voice, your tone of voice, the style, and digging deep into your target audience. And I think that that's the main thing. Right? Yeah. Because... You want to be able to create content that resonates well with them. Right. If you're just creating content for the fun of it, you don't know what they like, you don't know what they're going to engage with, you're creating content that is essentially useless, right? right? So that's my main thing, is making sure that I'm creating content that's going to be engaging to your target audience. Okay. And sometimes that's just fun content. Not everything has to be a sales pitch. And sometimes mm -hmm. when everything is a dollar amount, oh, buy this, sale yes. now. People get turned off. Yeah, they they're get like, turned off. They tune out. Stuff. Yeah. Whereas I try to use like polls, quizzes, just some fun content, informative content that they can save later mm -hmm. so that they are really engaged with your content okay. as opposed to purchase this. Yes. Yeah. So what does the process look like when you are, let's say, onboarding a client, mm -hmm. right? Um, I would imagine that there's research that has to happen to identify who their ideal client is. It depends on what stage of their business. Um, 
every single client of mine is very different. Yeah. <laughs> so the onboarding process has always been different for each client. But nine times out of ten, they kind of have an idea already. And if they don't, I have a consultation with them and we have a strategy conversation and we go through all that with them to identify who we're going to be targeting. Okay. Yeah. And I can tell you from experience, we have the... Um, you know, we work with clients, clients come in and see us all the time and they do struggle with social media. It's like they know they have to do it, but they're like, OK, the act of actually do it seems laborious, laborious, I yes. would say, because they're, they're working and doing the business. Right. And then they're like, now I got to stop and think of something cool or funny. Right? But that's what we said. Outsourcing. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of my clients. um, I think that they'd be great social media managers. Yeah. I just don't think that they have the time. Yes. And so sometimes they come to me with ideas, and sometimes we're bouncing ideas off of each other, so that makes it a great collaborative team. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's outsourcing. <laughs> One of the things that I think being a social media manager mm -hmm. presents opportunities that are not just local, right? Because your clients can be anywhere. Yeah. Really? I've had um, clients in the U.K. before. Yeah. But I've found now that video content is on the rise, right. I limit that because I like to be there for the process when we're shooting reels or okay. shooting an ad or something like that. So I like that I'm in Bermuda. Everyone's so close. Yes, yes. And I can shoot the videos myself yeah. or be there to direct it or part of the creative process. So you talk about directing. I'm like, okay, we're getting into movies <laughs> no, and no, all no, that. No, 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 <laughs> Just a simple, sometimes like? it's just like a 15-second ad. Okay. And so it's just making sure, because I don't necessarily do videography. I can right. shoot something on my phone or yeah. camera. But I think if we're looking for an ad, hire a videographer. That's the other thing. A social media manager should not have the role of 10 people. Right. And sometimes people hire a social media manager thinking that they're going to get do everything, a videographer, right? yeah, yeah. Um, PR, mm -hmm. and you really need to nail down what you want them to do so okay. that they can be the best at their job. Right. Because every social media manager has their own expertise. Okay. Yeah. That's a good point because that's what I think a lot of people think is that mm -hmm. I'm hiring this person and they're going to do all the things for me. Yeah. So... That's not the reality. And then it becomes overwhelming. It does. Yeah. So help me explain what your expertise is and what you would be focused on if you were to take on a new client. The creative process. Okay. Um, creative consultation, strategy, coming up with marketing ideas and being able to execute them for them. Okay. Um, I personally don't like to do videography. Mm -hmm. Just I don't have a professional setup. I don't have um, huge lights yeah. or anything like yeah. that. So I would always outsource that. Um, I can do photography, mm -hmm. but I would limit it at that. So creating the content, graphic design, photography, and managing it, okay. the creative process. So what if someone hires Nakai Marketing? Do you have the ability to connect them with the other pieces that they'll need in order to make this complete kind of picture or puzzle? Yes. Okay. Yes. And I think that's key, right? It's like yeah. leveraging your contacts or whomever you need mm -hmm. to actually do all of the things. But one of the things that I think people struggle with, especially if they're startups, is the mm -hmm. cost, right? Mm -hmm. So can you talk about maybe tips or things that they can do themselves that can position them um, to be ready to maybe hire on a social media manager or something like that? What can they do on their own? you know, for the low. Set realistic expectations. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's for y'all. That no, no, seriously, that is a big thing. Um, doing your research and understanding what's realistic when you're hiring a social media manager. And 
I mean, with an iPhone, you can shoot a video. Yeah. As long as you have good lighting, a good setup, and set up the space, I mean, you're good to go, right? Right. So don't have the expectation that it needs to be a huge production. Right. It doesn't always have to be. Okay. Well, I would say that most people that I have spoken to, they do have, you know, they want the whole thing, the whole brand mm -hmm. identity. They want all the reels. They want all of yes. that stuff. But how can we be balling on a budget, right? That's mm -hmm. what... <laughs> I yeah. would say. Um, so what, in your opinion, could someone reasonably do themselves? Like when you're talking about the actual things of building this brand profile and so social media presence. Do you mean in terms of like the posting or the behind yeah. the scenes? Yeah, oh, not necessarily the behind the scenes, but like I've created my profile and now I'm on. Right. What can I do myself? What can you? I say if you're not ready to hire a social media manager, yeah. the best way to do it is bulk create content. Okay. So, you're an entrepreneur, you're running your own business, you're busy, set aside two days or one day of the week where you bulk create content, whether that be shooting and filming mm -hmm. yourself, set up a little thing and just create your content calendar and get everything plugged in Okay. so that you do that. Okay, so even with myself, actually, when yeah. I'm doing a content calendar for clients, I tend to do four weeks at a time or okay. two weeks, depending on what the schedule is like. But that way it's more manageable, mm -hmm. I guess. So you're not every single day trying to create content. You have your content sitting yeah. there ready, post it when it's ready, and then spend another week in four weeks' time creating content. So it's not all at once. Got you. And so that's, I guess, where the planning, the st strategy yes. comes in because it's mm -hmm. like what content are we going to be creating? Right. But if you have the plan in place, you can just kind of tick the box and be like, okay, we did that, we did that, yep. we did that. Set your theme for the year. What are, what are your objectives for the year? Mm -hmm. In January, you should be thinking about what you're going to be doing in May. Right. So. Okay. Social media and being on social media, it's a means to an end. And when I, in my mind, the end is that you're getting more customers, they're buying your stuff, yes. right? <laughs> so, <laughs> we I mean, that's, that's, that's the, the plan, right? That's what we're yeah. working towards. So, is there a way to track that? Like, can I say with certainty or can people say with certainty that because I did these reels or because I posted this, it translated into X number of sales? You can look at your insights, and as a social media manager, I also do analytic okay. reports. Okay, yeah. Um, but that's another thing. When you're hiring a social media manager, you're not hiring a sales manager. So I help you to generate leads and traffic to your website. Okay. I cannot force someone to buy. I'm not a part of that process. What we're, you mean? We're just hoping. Now, why am I hiring you? <laughs> I know. <laughs> right? And that's what a lot of people think. Yeah. And so you sh I don't think that you should hire a social media manager if you still have a few things to work on in your business. You shouldn't hire them relying on them to, to make, it to happen make for sales you. happen okay. for you. Okay. I mean, I'm just, as a social media manager, generating traffic on your Instagram account. And you'll see, oh, your reel reached 20% more of your audience this yes. week. Or okay. you have all these comments. And that's essentially my job as a social media manager to make sure that your accounts are engaged and creating traffic. Okay, so yeah. that means you're doing your job when you see those numbers yes, go up. Yes, when you that see the numbers go up, the engagement, the followers, the likes, and it's not always gonna be like that. Right. Sometimes we have slow periods and that's okay. <laughs> Now, let me ask you something, because I'm always, I don't know. So, you know, Maja's List, right? And yes. and different um, social media platforms where people can go to mm -hmm. kind of express, express their displeasure or complain about a service. As a business, what would be your recommendation to a business owner who may have gotten a negative complaint on social 
media? How do you manage that? What is the, the proper process? Address it, be honest and upfront, find a solution. Yeah. Um, definitely don't, if you have a negative comment, unless it's just outright rude yeah. and unnecessary, don't delete it though. Okay. Um, well, delete the rude ones if they're that rude for no reason. <laughs> you know, some people are just out there trolling your they page, are, right? They are, I swear. I'm so like... I get that. But if it's a genuine complaint, I say leave it and address it in the comments and even say I'll send you a DM and find a solution for them. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. I mean, that has been the strategy. And sometimes it's hard to decipher between, you know, who's trolling and who's not. Yeah. But what would be your so sometimes you can see and it's like a it's like a, a tennis match right <laughs> like bloop bloop and you're just like back and forth if back it's and going forth. back and forth take yeah. it to the dms okay ask them to send you an email because you don't want to have a public feud right this is what i'm saying Aaron, it can all come the door up, yeah. dirty laundry it can be unprofessional so i'd say keep it simple one reply yeah and if they keep coming back address it in the DMs, get their email, and contact them directly. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. So I think that is good for people to hear because mm -hmm. I think especially for um, people who are starting businesses out for the first time, it's almost like their baby, right? Yeah. So you're you're saying something about my my baby. So yeah. I'm I'm coming for you. Like you can't talk about yeah. my my child or this thing that I'm passionate about. And I think that there should be some separation, right? Because it's, yeah. we're doing business. This is professional. What people see is what you are putting out there. So they're making yeah. a judgment based on how you respond, right? For sure. And the thing is, nobody wants a negative review, right? right? But it also creates an opportunity for you as a business owner to show that you care about your customers. Yeah, That's the opportunity right there, so take it. Nobody wants a negative review, but use it, it as an opportunity yeah. Yeah. to show that you do care about your customer experience. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I think that's important um, because it's almost like social media can be... Um, it's like you're exposing all your stuff, yeah. right? You're putting it out there. So it's a good thing because you can get kind of real-time feedback yeah. on whatever it is that you're doing. Mm -hmm. But then you could also get real-time feedback yeah. on whatever it is that you're not doing or that people expected yeah. you to do for them. So I think that's really interesting. Now I want to ask you a little bit about the first business you started. Yeah. Art of my art. first baby. Yeah, <laughs> your first baby. Can you talk a little identity. bit? Yeah. So, Nikai Marketing is about helping others, but Art of Identity, I guess we're still helping others. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm not helping other yeah, people, yeah. but I am. So, that was an events management company um, okay. where we were putting on arts events for BME creatives, so black minority ethnics. Okay. Um, it was based in Leicester in the UK, mm -hmm. and it's a, it's a very ethnically diverse city, but there were not many events for the BME community. Okay. And so I was at university at the time um, with my best friend, and we were just like, we want to put on an event, because why not? We're right. capable. Um, we had no experience in events, but we were studying arts events management at the time. Okay. And we were like, okay. The, it was like December, break was coming up, so we mm -hmm. was like, we have two weeks to do this. We had two weeks to plan an event. Wow. And, <laughs> we did it though. You did it. I love uh, it. But yeah, it was focusing on black creatives. It was called Black Arts Appreciation. Mm -hmm. And we had visual artists, um, spoken word, um, singers, rappers, mm -hmm. dancers. Oh, all nice. The jazz. And okay. Yeah, we sold out our first event. It was, um, oh, but let me tell you, I didn't think that we were going to. Uh -huh. Because two days before the event, um, keep in mind, this was like a fresh event. We only had two weeks to plan it. Yeah. Two days before, we had only sold like three tickets right. from people that we knew. <laughs> and I was like, okay, we're going to see what happens, <laughs> but we're still going to put on this event. Yeah. And 
the day of, we literally sold out all of our tickets. And I wow. was like, okay. So what did you do different? Was there some new kind of social media strategy that you employed to get the tickets sold? Like, how did that they happen? They were just late on buying their tickets. You know how people do, uh-huh. right? The, I was like, really, guys? <laughs> You're going to stress like me out like to the last, last minute. I don't know. I was like, oh, my gosh. So the next time around, we were like, okay, now we need a ticket strategy. For yeah. the first 15 people that buy their tickets, they get it at this price. Gotcha. So I was like, okay, I'm learning something now. Yeah. Got to create a, a need for a demand. Yeah. For, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, a important lesson to learn. And we find ourselves in that, a similar scenario because we yeah. put on events, not necessarily mm-hmm. for profit, but to get entrepreneurs out and participating. And we suffer the same thing. We're like, oh, Lord, are they going to come? Mm-hmm. Like they're killing us because registrations always come in late. Yeah. But that speaks to, like you said, you have to employ a strategy yes. to get people to, I guess, behave in the way you want them to behave. Mm-hmm. Buy tickets early. Yep. <laughs> so, so we know how much food we need to have, how much, you know, yeah. all of those things. But um, so Art of Identity, that was something you did while you were in university. Yes. Okay. And how long did you manage that? Uh, um, I would say for about three and a half years. Okay. Uh, literally ended just because of the pandemic, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I intended on staying out in the UK, never planned to come back to Bermuda this early. And so we were doing events even after I had finished university, we were still planning ahead. Mm-hmm. And then pandemic hit. We had our last event a week before the UK went on lockdown. She was wow. like, oh, just got that one yeah, in. Yeah, just got it in. <laughs> but didn't know that that was going to be my last event. Yeah. And yeah. Is it something that you think that you would go back to? Because it sounds like you're really passionate about that because you are yeah. in the arts. You're, you I know. love it. And yeah. I used to perform at the events, too. And okay. that made it, like, really special. My partner, she is a visual artist, so she would show off her paintings. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful event. Like, we'd have easels set up all around we the space. We need some of that in Bermuda. Come on, Art of Identity. Help us <laughs> I know. out over here. But I think... I would be sad doing it without her. So I'd have to bring her to Bermuda. Of course, why not? Come on, has she been here yet? No. I know. Let's make it happen. Adana, we're going to make it happen. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I'm all for that. I do think that there, we have so many talented people in Bermuda. And if you can put something like that together to showcase that talent, we're all for it. Like, we'll support that. (laughs) My boss is like, Jamila, don't be making promises. (laughs) But no, that is the kind of thing that we would love to support. Because Mm -hmm. as an artist, you are an entrepreneur as well. You're selling yourself, Mm -hmm. right? You're selling... um, whatever service, whatever song you're singing or whatever art you're creating. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of, I used, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, originally. And we used to do, um, not we, but a group of people did something called Funk Jazz Cafe, which was similar. Love that. To, yeah. yeah. You, so they had the visual artists, they had the musicians, they had all kinds of art. You selling things, makers were yep. there. Um, but it's a, it's a wonderful way to showcase multifaceted you know yes. what I mean? Art and, and all of that. So, yeah, I'm all for that. It's okay? just such a chill vibe, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Art of identity. Think about it. Think about it. I'm trying. <laughs> I have so much going on. I'm like, you, I would love to bring art of identity back, but uh, it's just How it's would it fit? It was a lot of work, too. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would imagine that that's a lot of hands-on labor, whereas I, maybe the social media management, not as much. Yeah. Because you don't have to physically be doing things yes. and making sure everything happens. Yeah. But look, you become an outsource pro, so. Outsource it. <laughs> that is my tip. <laughs> if you don't get anything else, yep, outsource get it. outsource it. Yeah. Okay, so you're working with the premier now, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of probably monopolizing a lot of your time. Yes. But what do you see Nakai Marketing being 
after this? I, I definitely want to expand my team. Okay. So I am outsourcing at the moment, but I would love to have someone permanent. Okay. Um, so that I can build with, collaborate with, and I want to do a lot more um, like PR work. Okay. Consultation, strategy consultations to be a part of the creative process. So I'm hoping in the future still do a bit of social media management, mm -hmm. but be a part of a bigger image for the brand. Okay. Like long term. Got you. So this is this requires um, bringing on teams of people with different skill sets. Yes. So is, are you leaning towards being like a full service kind of marketing agency or not that much? Um, Still specializing. I would. The thing is, a full service, I would need a whole more, everybody. Yes, that's that's the problem. <laughs> so I think that you can specialize and then have people on call. Right. And say, OK, this is my set videographer. He's not a part of my team. Right. But he's. I trust this yes. person because we have that relationship. Yeah. yeah. So I want to have a team like that. Okay. But also someone to help me out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need a partner. I need, I I need, I need a partner. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder, will it still be called Nikai Marketing? I don't know. But okay. We shall see. Well, I mean, it could be, yeah. right? You, you're the founder. Now you're looking for other people to bring, yeah. bring on to help support. Yeah. Well, I guess as long as you have that kind of shared vision yes. and shared goal, like, why not? You know? Got to work with someone who also has the same mindset. Issue. Yeah, I, I've learned that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> Funny enough, I used to be in a girl group. Oh, really? <laughs> I feel like I've done it all. Yeah, I, and to be so young, I'm like, how you led all these lives? But but I think that's important that you you mentioned having someone that has that shared vision because mm -hmm. partnerships are hard. Yeah. You know, you go into it with the best laid plans, and you're like, yes, we're gonna do this, but and if then you don't have the same end goal. And don't have the same way of thinking to get to that end goal, you're gonna butt heads. Yes. And yes. that doesn't mean that you can't um, still be cool with that person. Yeah. Like, for example, with my girl group, it was three of us. Mm -hmm. Two of us had the same vision for the end goal, the other one didn't. Still really great friends with her. Yeah. But she couldn't wrap her head around about how we want it to work. Right. And so you have to find people with the same mindset as you if you want to have healthy collaborations. Yeah, I would agree. And I think that's in business as well, because mm -hmm. when you're looking for a partner, at the end of the day, you want to see that the business achieves the goals that you both set. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if they or differ a little bit, we've seen it. Like, you know, you start in, I'm like, write it down, y'all. <laughs> write down what you're saying now because it doesn't yep. always, things happen, yeah. you know what I mean? And so how you respond to those things and what you do, I think, can um, impact the the nature of the business that you're doing and could impact the relationship as well. Yeah. So that's the hardest part, finding that person that you can work with and build with. Yes. Like, how you do that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Sometimes people have to, you have to make hard decisions as yeah. well as an entrepreneur. So when we were doing Art of Identity, after the first year, so the first year it was three of us. Yeah. And we brought on someone simply because they were our friend. Mm -hmm. um, but they had no interest, and they, they know this. They, yeah. they, they came to us and said this. They had no interest in the arts in the way that we did. We were right. so passionate about it. And so our vision for certain things was completely different. Right. And so she decided to remove herself just because she didn't feel like it was a good fit for her. Right. And you have to make those decisions sometimes mm -hmm. that not every opportunity is a good opportunity. So that's yeah. my other business advice. Say no right. if it's not aligned with you right yeah and i think it makes it harder when you're friends right yeah because you're like oh yay we want to do it together we want to do it together but that's but not always realistic no it's not no. it's not especially 
and I think it takes someone mature to recognize yes. that, oh, maybe, you know, I'm not as this into this, is, yes. so let me just, you know, back away yeah. <laughs> while we're still friends. But but I think that's a a, a lesson that you've learned at a yes. young age that will do you well as you get older and as you look to grow Nakai marketing, mm-hmm. right? So I would like you to think about what words of encouragement you would have to a young person maybe considering starting their own business. Because I feel like, especially with social media management, I yeah. don't think people realize what goes into doing it well. Right. You know what I mean? They're like, I know how to make an Instagram pro- you know, profile. I can, I can set you up. I got you. But can you talk about what is required to really do this well, to, to be a social media manager and have a, results? Um, I would say... Definitely a good open line of communication. Mm -hmm. When you're a social media manager, you're not just managing one client. You're managing various clients in different industries with different needs Mm -hmm. and wants. And so I've had to learn, okay, with this client, I have to handle them this way. Mm -hmm. Um, This is how I'm going to build trust with them. And it's a whole different research process with that client. And understanding, I would say, take the time to understand the different industries. Okay. Um, But also figure out which industries you want to go into. Like I said before, you don't have to take every opportunity. That industry, for example, it might be tech that may not suit me. Yeah. And I need to decline that opportunity because I don't have the capacity or time to research that research, industry. Yeah. And so you have to find brands that also align with you. And even with finding the brands that align with you, the the people. Yeah. Are, are you as a business owner and are, are we going to gel well together? Mm-hmm. Are we going to work well together? So the same way that they're interviewing us to become the social media manager, we have to interview them as well and see if they're a good fit. Okay. And so that's my advice, I guess, to make sure that you're choosing people who are a good fit for you. I think that's a good point because I think when you're starting business, you want all the money. Yep. Like and everybody, that was me I'll in the take, beginning. <laughs> I was like, everybody. sure, I'll do that. Yeah, and I, beca- I became overwhelmed yeah. with all the different areas that I was trying to do. And I'm like, oh, I can't do this. Yeah, and it's I, not sustainable, it's right? It's not. Yeah. So... And yeah, I would say just making sure that you really organize yourself. Social media management, um, it, it's a lot. You're mm-hmm. almost on 24-7, right? Right. There's so many different trends and so many Instagram and TikTok updates. Yes. So I'd say one thing that I did in the beginning is I followed, like I said, a lot of social media managers, mm-hmm. um, a lot of social media experts, as well as like the Instagram um users who were doing announcements yeah. so that whenever I'm scrolling on Instagram for ideas, I'm getting ideas, I'm getting the updates. So I was constantly learning as I'm working. Okay. That so makes sense. So my client says to me, Haley, what's this new update? I can tell them can about tell it them. because I'm following those people to give me the updates. I'm just like looking at a newsletter, but for social media okay. managers. Yeah. Well, listen, we are at the bottom of, of the of the hour, so it's been 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'd like you to do is, if people are interested in hiring you, I know you're busy, <laughs> but if, you know, there's somebody out there that, you, that may be interested and be like, yes, we could gel and work together, mm-hmm. how could they get in touch with you? Best way is to go to my Instagram, Nakai Marketing. Okay. Um, and you can fill out a form on there. I will say at the moment, I am not looking. Okay. Um, just because I'm trying to manage the clients that I already have and making sure that they're all set, especially yeah. with my new job with the Premier. Yeah. Um, however, I am taking on new clients, but I'm being very selective. So like okay. I said, making sure that the opportunity is a good fit for, for me. For you. Yeah. 
well, you heard it from her. She said, don't be just calling me thinking that it's going to be a yes. Yeah. Um, no, it has been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank, Thank you for you. inviting me. No, I'm so glad you came and shared a bit of your wisdom. You are wise beyond your years. <laughs> um, some of the things that you've talked about are things that people don't learn after they've been in business for 10 and 15 years mm-hmm. so that you already are there. Um, it bodes well for the future of Nakai Marketing, I, I think. So. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on with us. And I close by saying, if you don't mind your business, who will? (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with me, your host, Jamila Lodge. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Mind Your Business is brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.